0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let's throw it. Slam. This bug's for you, Mizzou. They are carving up this LSU defense. They don't get no better than that, man. Black dots it, short middle, Beatty with the catch, and he's gonna shed his way into the end zone. Missouri touchdown. Tigers! Hand off to Roundtree
1: running left, gets 35 to the 40. Left side around the man. This is the Mazad Cast.
0: Well, oh, howdy, Tiger fans. Welcome to the guest. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. Joining me, as always, my longtime brother, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? We thought we'd bring you a little quick pre-show
1: Christian Abilene. Pre- yeah, Brennan, who'd you get from Christian Abilene or Abilene Christian to come on the show?
0: Well, I actually did a little homework, Colin, and I tried to get a dude, a guy who writes for a Abilene, which is a town in Texas, obviously, um, newspaper, and said, Hey, we have this Mizzou podcast. Love to have you on. And he said... Pound sand, butch. Worse than that, he said nothing. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to have that guy on. And uh, his choice, not ours. And uh, anyway, though, it's. Uh, what would he have told us? Exactly. Abilene doesn't stand a chance. How about the Mizzou Tigers? I don't know. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. So let's fuck him. Fuck him feeding him fish heads. That's right.
1: Um, fucking so right in a stupid asshole
0: <laughs> right there. Is there anything from this game that you actually care that you're going to take away from it?
1: Well, I certainly against this level of competition, I expect the offensive line to play much better. And if they don't, I will view that as a um, sign that uh, this team is quickly uh, heading for the a cliff. I certainly hope to see Luther Burden be much, much more active. Luther oh. Burden, in my mind, in this game, he's at least – 100 yards of all-purpose yards and a touchdown for me to not think drank is criminally underusing him
0: yeah he is being criminally underused no matter what i mean
1: (sighs) and uh i I hope that uh brady cook figures out how not to throw a knuckleball but then things are down right now it's not great not gonna lie to you i don't want to i don't want to blindside you with bad information but we don't (laughs) look good we (laughs) don't look good
0: No, and I do think that while this is a game where we can get healthy and maybe get a little bit of confidence back, it won't tell us anything. The only thing we can learn from it is if they don't play well and yeah, if they, they act- lose,
1: we learn something else. Yeah,
0: or even just make it a game. you know, yeah. like you should blow these guys out and you mm. should blow them out hard. and I expect that they will because as as bad as we were, we're going to be better than Christian Abilene. You know what I mean? They just are. So we should blow them out. But even if we do blow them out, we don't learn anything about – like I said, that's baseline. We should blow them is out. Is it
1: Abilene Christian or Christian Abilene? You keep calling it Christian Abilene. You keep calling pulling a colon and, and, and mispronouncing this, this. Incorrect.
0: That's true. It's Abilene Christian. Yes. All I know is they're from Texas, and they love the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But – other than that, I don't really give a shit. I feel,
1: I feel, I like feel a lot of people are high on that guy.
0: I was thinking about that. You know, like the reason I don't pronounce it right is because I just simply don't care about them, and mm-hmm. it made me think about how you've mispronounced Chase Daniel. Mm-hmm. For uh, I was like, oh, he started in two thousand and five, so it's been seventeen yeah. years. Yep. And mm-hmm. he had a job where his last name was printed in bold capital letters on his back mm-hmm. every, every time. Yep. So and and for seventeen years. You still have added an S to me, yeah. so yeah. and it's just like, oh, it's just because you don't give a. But fuck. it's called commitment. Yeah, you just don't it's give called a fuck.
1: Commitment. Oh, it's maybe I care for too many fucks. you ever think about mm-hmm. that? I com- I'm committed to pronouncing it wrong. Well, it is a commitment. Yeah. Hey, but here's something we can talk about. Okay. Drinkowitz's post game press conference, not uh, and and, and, I was and that his, up, and his yeah. midweek, not great. Not a great look. Uh, he basically sort of indirectly called the fan base losers. Um, yeah. I, I, Apparently, you're a loser if you're unhappy with this outcome. (laughs) Um, So I guess I'll count myself among those who are losers because I was very upset with this outcome. But um, I mean, he didn't. He was, like I said, indirectly. But uh, he's, you know, block out the toxicity and all that. But he just, you know, Brady Cook is his quarterback. He sees no issues with the scheme. Um, So running sideways and throwing screen passes is great. It's it's working out just exactly how you would want it to. Apparently that's there's that.
0: Well, you know, I I read it first. I I read the about the press conference first and it rubbed me wrong, too. I don't know if that's the take you want to go after you just laid a fucking egg, because I think we've mentioned and I've talked to with other Mizzou fans. Teams lose, you know, teams wins, teams lose. This was the this egg was so big that if Drinkwitz doesn't have a prolapsed anus from laying it, I'd be shocked. Sure. You expect teams to win some and lose some, but what you don't want, and all we've asked over the last, I don't know, seven eight years, is please stop embarrassing us. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that's please. so much to ask. We're not asking for you to win the national. Don't title. humiliate us. We're not asking that you don't occasionally lose games because everybody does, even the Alabama's will occasionally lose football games. Just don't humiliate us. Yeah. Anyway, it's all I ask of my wife: like, just don't
1: sleep with a guy in front of our children. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just don't humiliate me. Yeah, please. Um. So. On that note, Colin, I did want to bring up because we bashed Rock Nation pretty good for the last I don't know two and they've earned it two don't, or don't, three years. Don't
1: don't 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 act like we've been uh, wrong to do so.
0: No, but I, we've been critics. I think sure be, you know sure. But uh, recently they put out an article after this press conference, and I want to run it over to you, Colin, because I feel like they struck the exact right tone. And I don't know who this writer is. This is Aaron Dryden. He may be a new one. But I liked what he had to say. And it was regarding that press conference. He put up a quote of what Drink said. And I'm not going to go through that with you because we've all heard it about the losers assembling and complaining and Twitter and message boards and all that. He wrote, After reading through that, my reaction was one of general bewilderment. It appears he's referring to people on Twitter or message boards complaining about his performance and that of his team as losers. I don't know about you, but I for one find that to be an absolute load of horse, well, you know. First of all, the chatter is solely based on a performance he is responsible for. If you're on Twitter or a message board and your criticism is based solely on football, which most, if not all of it is, then as a fan, you're entitled to that right. And after a performance like we saw last week, it is absolutely warranted. If quote unquote toxicity is calling out bad football and a bad process without calling names or being ignorant, then I'm proud to call myself toxic. Second, I don't understand why one wouldn't expect criticism after a performance like this one on Saturday. You're likely the state's highest paid employee, and in your biggest test to date, you failed and failed miserably against a regional foe. It is sloppy, and that all reflects on the guy making $4 million a year. I really encourage you to watch the full presser. I thought some of the questions really rubbed him the wrong way, but overall, it was good that they were asked. There are legitimate questions about this offense and how it can be ran. Asking them isn't toxic.
1: I didn't real. I mean, because nothing makes me happier than the press box super friends. Meanwhile, back with the press box super friends. Rubbing him the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, because he needs to be rubbed the wrong way. He needs to be asked follow-up questions. He needs to be put on the spot because... It's not like we lost, you know, 24 to 20 in the fourth quarter. And we got fucking boat raced by Kansas State. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is not – this is a – it was a terrible outcome. And they're there definitely – I mean, I said it in the, the weekend show. There definitely needs to be some accountability. And nothing makes me more upset with these coaches when they – don't seem to want to take any accountability now drink did drink well, he
0: took he, it all on himself he says he took accountability for it but then he goes and you know gets after people who are criticizing him when i think the right tone to take after you take one on the chin like this even if you don't believe it even if you're sitting around your coach's room and saying oh all these people on twitter and these message boards they're a bunch of losers don't listen to them when you're in front of the press conference you don't need to say that you need to say you know what taking a lot of heat i get it I deserve it. Mm -hmm. Team played poorly. We expect better. You expect better. Everybody expects better. But to call defensive, yeah. Yeah. To call people who are upset about it toxic or whatever, or
1: losers, you're not going to win many friends that way. Well, I I mean, honestly, the many in the press, I mean, it's not just the message boards and the lowly Mizzou podcasts that are upset with this performance. I mean, everybody is. It's, you know, I mean, it'd be one thing if it was just Twitter, but I know it's not just Twitter. I think nobody is satisfied with that performance. No one.
0: And I'm reading from Rock M Nation here. and This this is a group that, you know, for years was happy with Konzo's terrible performance. Yeah, and
1: routinely takes a dump on the fan base.
0: (laughs) Yeah. all. But, I mean, Konzo never really said it like this. I mean, mostly what he did was just mutter into a Starbucks cup. Yeah. It didn't help. It was just a little bit extra. Mm. Jeez, drink. you're already losing people. And then you go this route with it. Anyway. We'll have
1: more about that on the Patreon, Brennan.
0: Okay, we'll do that on Patreon. But anyway – so, we've got this game coming up, and then we're facing Auburn. And the fact of the matter is, Auburn doesn't look very good this year. And if we were half the team that I thought we might be, we could steal one from Auburn. I we think, could steal one from Florida. I mean, I'm not going to say Kentucky, I think, is better than mm. I thought. Gave them credit for it. I've been very, very reluctant to give Kentucky credit, but Florida's pretty shitty, and Auburn's pretty shitty. There's a lot of down teams in the SEC, and we're not going to be able to take advantage Honestly, of, any anything of them.
1: Honestly, what I saw from Kansas State was not impressive. But I think Kansas State would beat Auburn, honestly, at this point. I, oh, I and so too. I think, you know, where you've got as good as – I mean, you know, we all might only get beat by two touchdowns by Auburn.
0: When a team like Missouri gets beat as bad as they have been beaten, it's tough to say if Kansas State's really good or if we were just so, so shitty because we made them look like
1: – Yeah, in retrospect, they really only played two decent quarters of a football game.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe that we even led at one point in this game. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> but, I mean – To me, this is essentially a bye week. I mean, we get a chance to see the guys get a little healthy. We'll get to see Luther Burden do something fancy against teams that don't matter.
1: I wonder if this is the kind of game – you know that Horn's going to get some time under center, you would think, with the four-game redshirt thing. And you would think that if Drinkwitz truly is interested in not playing him but developing him for a year, Abilene Christians, when you do that, you don't want to do it against Georgia in the fourth quarter or what have you. Um, So. I'm hoping to get to see our first look at Sam Horn. You know, Drinkwitz makes it sound like he's just not physically ready yet. And I'm just like, I feel like that is a bullshit excuse because if you've ever seen him stand amongst the other quarterbacks, I'm like, he looks like the most physically ready.
0: It can't uh, be physically, I wouldn't think, because it. if anything, you know, he wasn't in camp in the spring and everybody else was, so he's had more time with the playbook and blah, blah, blah. But look at what we're putting out there on the field. How many times do we have to lay an egg like the Kansas mm-hmm. State game before – any excuse becomes unfathomable because last year with Basilac, we were screaming from the rooftops, take this guy out, take this guy out. And maybe it was because cook sucks so bad mm-hmm. or the making sucks so bad that he kept him well, in. Cook does suck. But, but we have horn now, you know? And
1: mm-hmm. so I think I, I understand it from the standpoint of maybe you probably would be nice to get the kid a year of development in the system before you actually have to throw him out there into the, out of the pan and into the fire, so to speak, especially behind this offensive line. But, at this point, if you're Drinkowitz, and you're sort of, I don't want to say you're playing for your job yet because you're not, but you're certainly driving a stake into the, the heart of your popularity. You know, because yeah. Drank has enjoyed a, a sort of a, a, a long honeymoon. Yeah. I mean, really, he come in in COVID. Uh, it helped that he his team looked infinitely more prepared than a Barry Odom team at the Barry Odom's exit. But he's got those, his team's gotten progressively more undisciplined and shoddy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, some people I've heard somebody say that, you know, drink overperformed in 2020 with the win over LSU 500 500 mm-hmm. year after, you know, the coaching change and that we have our expectations have been too high, but I don't know now, you know, at this point, I think the reason I think everybody's getting so upset is that we've endured a couple of 500 seasons with drink knowing that this year the horses were coming into the yeah. stable and this recruiting that we've been so hopeful for is supposed to, we're supposed to see dividends. Well, and I, and I mean, I
1: prefaced it before the season saying, you know, listen, it's, this is not the year, you know, these guys are going to be freshmen and it's talent that he's bringing. Isn't probably going to be developed yet, but that doesn't mean boat race by Kansas state. Right. Yeah. You know I mean, that means we only win six games, five or seven, six games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe seven, but like next year, horn bird. bird and um what they're like the the four-star um running back escapes me we got that manning kid coming in who's another four-star wide receiver that just picked up an offensive lineman you know and like these things are coming this um but honestly at this point it's not it's not drink what's recruiting that concerns me right. you know it's the fact that uh, it's it really his personnel decisions and his play calling are the things that are um and i know that press box super friends like to bemoan play people bitching about play calling but the play calling's been bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think, I you mean, I think that's not inarguable. Pretty
0: universally yeah. accepted, except yeah. everybody except in the Drinkwood's household thinks it's been bad play calling. Yeah. You know, what it brings up to mind for me is Butch Jones, because the entire time we played Tennessee – Everybody was saying, watch out for Tennessee. You know, they are on. Butch Jones is recruiting, recruiting up recruiting a storm, and This guy's got a number five recruiting class. He's got some horses in the stable. He's really recruiting, and they absolutely never peed. It turns out he doesn't drop. have a
1: coach at all.
0: Yeah. So, are we, have we got ourselves another little Butch Jones situation mm-hmm. with Eli Drinkwitz? We don't know yet. It was, I mean, but people are, that are coming back and saying, hey, this was one bad performance. Let's bounce back. This is not been one bad performance. We've had bad performances under him in the Certainly, past. I mean, the Tennessee game for me. I don't want to. I don't want people to forget how humiliating that game against Tennessee was last year. Yeah, we need no how, games like this. Yeah,
1: and and they were. I mean, you don't have to.
0: We could have lost to Kansas State. Yeah, we wouldn't been. No, upset. that's
1: fine. Yeah, but it's it's we no more be getting boat race. The boat race day should be in the maroon mirror, especially by year three.
0: We knew that we were a touchdown underdog going into that game. I mean, it, if we'd have lost by five or three,
1: yeah. We wouldn't
0: have, you know, been like, yeah. "Well, oh, it sucks," but you know, we gave them, a, we, we did our best. We're Next not time. there
1: yet. We're on our way.
0: Yeah, but this wasn't that. This gave all the indicators of a team that is going to be very difficult to watch in the coming weeks and months. So I don't know. Things do change, but there there was nothing to give you hope that they will. I guess.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it, it. We're down now. You know, they win obviously this weekend, and then maybe go into all burning, win one. And uh, going to um, you know going to Georgia three and one, uh, you could feel a little better about the season turning around. I mean, everybody probably remembers you know Odom turning it around um, at one point. Uh, now it didn't ultimately end up you know rolling into the next season, but it uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah you run off a string of four or five wins yeah. and then people forget or you know
1: and Drinkwitz could do that.
0: Yeah, he he could. It's not out of the question. Sometimes
1: I feel like he's going to make decisions that almost mean he can't do it. But, you know, I mean, that's what I mean about my my reticence with Drinkwitz is that I I don't think I don't think he's willing to make the decisions it's going to take to dig his way out of this hole. I think he's dug this hole and now he's, you know, put his hands on his hips and said, I'm staying right here. And uh, you're going, you need to stop digging, Drinkwitz. The first step in this process is put the shovel down.
0: We'll dig our way out. Now dig up, stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I, I don't know if you heard, Colin, but uh, you know Greg McElroy, the former Alabama quarterback, who's got a—he's on ESPN now. I think he was on the SEC Network for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. he was on this radio show, McElroy and Kublick in the morning, mm-hmm. and he said um, he said that at Missouri, there's a personnel issue and a little bit of a culture issue. He called the players duds and predicted that 2022 would be a pretty dismal season. K- Kublack responded said it doesn't it didn't look, it did not look good against K-State. There weren't many facets at all that looked good against K-State. Do you see correctables within Missouri because there's a lot that I see. I just don't really feel like they can get it right this year. And that's I think what we're saying. Too yeah. is that, it's, th- yes, we could beat Auburn. We could go into Georgia 3 and 1. It's Things hard could, to see it though. Yeah. But for what we saw, what the, the small Bit of this football team that we've seen so far hasn't been great. The
1: one uh, one thing I'll say, I mean, the offensive line has played bad, but they and they've run between the tackles better than they have to the outside. But they just keep running to the outside. So, I think Nate Pete could be an upside to this team. I think um, you know certainly Luther Burden is <sighs> talented it. enough to to compete. At whatever level If there's somebody That can deliver the ball to him
0: so, I love Dominic Lovett's hands
1: And I don't think Our defense is terrible I don't think they're good But I don't think They're last year's defense either So no, there are some You know Maybe some rays of hope But let's not I. It doesn't look good It looks I mean honestly Let's be honest It looks like Hobocom right now
0: Hobocom It does look like hobo Hobocom Hobocom And you know I know the offense gave Kansas City a lot, but they still put a 40-burger on us. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Anyway, there's your uh, pregame for Abilene Christian.
0: <laughs> hope true. everybody
1: feels a lot better after that. <laughs> yep. And uh,
0: anyway, I guess.
1: Don't uh, commit suicide, fans. Hey, get Brennan. This episode brought to you by suicide. Is suicide, it? Suicide. The coward's way out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess on that
1: note.
0: Z O U.